Sometimes in life, you find yourself on the right side of the line. This looks like what Roger Moore would look like if he had his feet up in imaginary stirrups while he was laying out on a beach towel. Brent, that, that just taint right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they used toilet paper. Uh-huh. That Dixie cup you're drinking from looks like a shot glass. Did your head get that much bigger? It looks like the Unabomber with a hat on. Now a member of the Global Ag Network. a baby I mean Landon at this point growing a baby in a uh, what looks like a 1987 hair dryer that women used to sit under because <laughs> that's exactly what this thing looks like isn't it yeah they just put a bottom on it <laughs> I just I kept waiting for him um, to put like an a piece of glass underneath this device so a woman can actually sit up underneath it, look at her fetus, and get her hair dry. <laughs> and that's how we intro all of our that's how we intro all of our episodes here on the Dryland Farmer Podcast. We're glad everybody's tuning in this week to uh, check us out and uh, see what we're talking about because, frankly, we don't know until the first like the last five minutes until we start doing the podcast what we're going to talk about. And uh, this week, actually, we got the idea last week as we ran across it on our Twitter feed. So, uh, Landon, it's just me and Landon today. It's almost like a special intimate date, Landon. It's just you and me. No no other extra people, even though we do appreciate them. But how's it going? I know you're out on the road. You're, uh, te- you're What do you do? You're texting in one hand and talking to your phone in the other? Or what? how does that work? I've got I've got both I've got my phone and Kimmy's phone. I'm tweeting with Kimmy's and talking to you with the other. And dry, drive drive. Are you driving with your left knee or right knee? You know you gotta have your right knee to get on the but, gas. I'm driving my left knee and I'm using my right foot to, to speed. Okay. Well, now it is an automatic though, and you don't have to shift or anything, do you? That'd be more challenging, but now it's automatic. Yeah. Well, that'll if you wreck, that'll also be in the police blotter, which is what uh, one of the things we'll get to today. But guys, this week we're talking growing your own baby, and you're thinking, hey, millions of women do that every day of the year. They grow their own babies. Well, not in the sense that you would think. Think Jetsons. Now, Landon, do they ever say what year the Jetsons was supposedly based in? Was it like the 25th century or do they ever say i don't know if they ever say when the jetsons is I, for some reason i have like 21 something in my head but i'm not I'm yeah not sure. we're, we're only like 80 years from that so that's kind of getting a little yeah, you scary just, you get a whole you get a whole course meal and a little like piece of chewing gum pretty yeah. much and you would think they would have a robot that had a little better voice and maybe a little better curves because oh what's her name with the beep beeps on their antenna didn't really look too realistic to me so uh I'm surprised the dog wasn't yeah, a robot she's pretty, she's, she's pretty sassy too she's probably like a cheap version yeah she was probably one of those um underpaid illegal robots or something but um <laughs> but i digress so we're talking growing your baby in a, I called it, I texted Landon today and I told him, hey man, we're going to talk about the grow your baby in the Easy Bake Oven story. You did see that, didn't you? And he really thought I meant Easy Bake Oven. He he asked, where can I find the Easy Bake Oven article? And I'm like, well, first of all, I, um, and Casey just said, sorry, I just got your text. Well, you're kind of late, mofo. 
But uh, nonetheless, we're going to uh, continue on. But yeah, so we came across this article, and these people are, and this is not a real thing yet, but it's a, it's not really, a, they don't even have a prototype, because you really can't prototype a fetus, can you, Landon? I mean, I guess you can, and then unfortunately, if you get rid of it by artificial means, that's kind of bad. Brandon, it looks like we're living in an age where all the old Saturday Night Live fake commercials <laughs> are, like, becoming real things. Thanks, oops, I crap my pants. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, I don't know, that, between that one and the three-legged pants commercial, I just, oh, I love those, those were so funny. Well, that and D in a box, which that wasn't really a commercial, but, <laughs> oh, oh, God, that was so hilarious, dick in a box, God almighty, what, what? fantastic comedy writing that was but um so yeah so these people are wanting to grow a baby they like the, all they do is like you get this kind of egg-shaped i don't know if it's on purpose that it's egg-shaped but like this egg-shaped it looks like a big easter egg like it's like the egg that i never found at christmas easter egg hunts i mean at easter egg hunts where they had like the surprise or the prize egg and i never found it once in all my years of looking but it was like, a, you know, probably this thing's probably, what, 20 inches across. And, you know, at the widest point, it's probably, you know, maybe 15 inches around. So if you got a picture or you can go to our, I tweeted it. I actually retweeted it to Landon just a little bit ago. So you can go there. And then as a little bit ago, I say at 930 on Wednesday evening. But um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Yasher Ali is... It is a Wednesday. Yasher Ali, and he is a New York Magazine Huffington Post contributor. Uh, so don't hold that against him. But he's the one that tweeted this thing. And um, he said, absolutely not. And it's the story is from Tech Insider UK. So if you go there, I'm going to go ahead and try to... Um, let's see. I'm going to try to kind of uh, give you a commentary of what it says. And I'm going to cut the sound off because you can't. So right away, they've got this egg-shaped looking deal, and it's sitting on its nightstand or this, like, end table or whatever. And it goes to this scene where there's, like, these five white people. Of course, they're all white because apparently there's no other races in the 24th century, like in Star Trek. But um, so I got I got to pause it here and there. But anyway, so it's got a camera view where it's actually where the camera is underneath the glass and all these futuristic-looking people in these unicolored yellow pajama suit star trek uniform looking things are all looking through the glass and they're all smiling and i don't know if each person donated like a fifth of their dna to this child or whatever but um, i'm gonna just go ahead and read you the closed captioning it says this concept incubator grows babies at home and uh, so they pull the glass off and it also says uh it's redesigned to replace it's designed to replace the womb in pregnancy now i mean we always knew the womb could be improved on, don't you think, Landon? I mean, you've got the, I mean, you got your wife there. She can tell us, well, she's a woman. She can tell us a couple guys that don't know anything about being pregnant. But the womb is probably like the best place to grow a baby, wouldn't you think? Yeah, I would. I would think it, it does that for a reason. I mean, what's the downside of a womb? You get an any or an outy belly button, and that's about it, or whatever. I mean, yeah, you get some stretch marks, but. Yeah. I guess you're kind of close to the intestines. That, that's probably not fine. Yeah. Yeah. That, well, that, I never did look at it that way. But um, so, yeah. So I'm going to continue on here. So right. So in that scene, 
Um, I'm going to pause it here again. It's got the guy, so he's walking down the hallway, and he's, he, I guess he's deciding, hey, I guess I better check on the fetus real quick before I go feed the goldfish. And so he's walking down the hall. <laughs> he's walking down the hall with his futuristic coffee cup, which no cups in the future have handles. They're all You always have to hold them all the way around the cup for some reason. So continuing on, it says the see-through pod sits in your living room. Landon, would you put it? Would you leave it in the living room, or would you like carry it around with you like a baby Bjorn? <laughs> I'd probably put it in a storage unit and come back in nine months <laughs> and see what happens. What if you forgot about it and it showed up on Storage Wars like two years later? <laughs> yeah, you probably just show up like Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, oh, that's a shame. So the see-through pod sits in your living room. I guess they assume you're going to put it in your living room, but um, it doesn't say anything about the power source. Do you think this thing is on 110 or 240? Uh, I would probably say 240. Oh, oh, we're going 240 then. Okay, so it's pulling a few amps. I would think it'd take a few amps to build a, uh, to grow a baby inside of an artificial egg Hair dryer, but uh, I digress. So, um, continuing on, I'm sure, it's, I'm sure it's got a lot of. I'm sure it's got a lot of USB ports around. The oh yeah, well, and do, I don't know. Say you're like the electricity goes off. I don't know how much of a charge it has. How much? How long a charge can a fetus live on? <laughs> I mean, oh man, it's hard to say. I mean, you don't know how many amps it's pulling, and if there's any background apps going on or anything like that. So uh, it, it's it's really kind of up in the air. So the see-through you're living, gonna, you're gonna need a you're gonna need a generator while you're generating a baby. <laughs> Parents would be able to live their lives normally. Isn't the normal uh, aspect uh, one of the normal aspects of being a parent is growing the baby inside the lady? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't get more, much more normal than that. Yeah, so uh, there's nothing more normal than growing a baby inside of an 80s hair dryer. So it's got these two ladies, and so they're happy they're not having to grow this baby. And they're, you know, looking over design plans for the next foyer of the museum that's opening in two years. Anyway, so the one lady, and they're, so, like, so happy because there's no fetus growing inside of their womb where it actually kind of belongs. And she's got this futuristic dress where it's got the hole inside the shoulder, and um, so that's really futuristic right there. Um, I actually backed it up on accident. So the guy is bringing her paperwork. So he's the secretary in the future, which is okay. And then so they've got some special uh, lights. Like I guess it's just for aesthetic value. Like right now it's pink. Now I don't know if that means they know it's a baby or not. But maybe it just – so the closed captioning says – the people can watch the fetus grow in the pod. This is like they're cheating this. They're treating this thing like a chia pet, Landon. Don't you think? And I and I couldn't even I couldn't even grow those back in the day. Yeah, and as uh, the first time I saw this, I put this on Twitter. You think people can't keep marigolds alive for four months in the summer? They think they're going to be able to keep a fetus going for nine months inside of a plastic container? Yeah. I would want to see these this, these people's track record with their with their tamagotchis. <laughs> their tamagotchis. Yeah, 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 yeah. So moving forward, it goes on to how you feed the fetus. It has a dock to insert food, and apparently this dock looks like lime jello cubes. So she's pouring it into this. Uh, I don't know. It looks like something from Total Recall is what it looks like. But it, it does. We talked about docks earlier. This isn't a USB dock though. This is, has a dock to insert food, and it's a little cylindrical looking. Uh, you put the food in this little. I guess it's a. Who is that? Looks like a some kind of baby food container they painted yellow, 
Anyway, so they put it, it looks like an airlock that they put into the fetus tube. And uh, so all you do is you put in some lime jello and then you insert it into the food. And then there's also a microphone to speak to the fetus. And I have to note, everybody, that this is England and they spell fetus F O E T U S. So it's foetus. And so what would you say to your fetus that was growing inside of an 80s hairdryer? Would you ask it questions or anything? This is for you, Can Landon. You talk to it? Yeah, there's a microphone to speak to the foetus. I'm just glad these, these parents weren't smoking in front of that thing. <laughs> I would think it's got a pretty stout filtration system, to be honest with you. I would hope so. Brent, what, what, kind, of, what kind of parents do you think these, these, these people are going to be? you think they're going to be very active? I'm thinking these are very, very hands-off parents. <laughs> I think this is a laissez-faire government of parents that we're talking about here because... They don't even want the baby inside anybody's body where it belongs. And these people yeah, are always saying, working on their laptops. I'm saying there's about a 99% chance that, that kid's going to daycare. <laughs> you think this is going to be at least a latchkey kid, probably, isn't it? Oh, I'm sure. And I bet I bet if this thing is true, they're probably going to have like daycare centers that take care of these fake ones. Yeah, it's good. This is the matrix. This is absolutely the matrix. The daycare center is going to be where that have that go in the scene in the matrix where they have all the fields where those machines are like feeding each little uh, human body that's growing inside those. You know, that's got the limb, the uh, pink Jello or the solidified pink lemonade tubes that they're living in. And I think that's what the it's not going to be a daycare center, Landon. It's going to be, you know, I saw those the first time I was alive when they were called greenhouses. <laughs> <laughs> this is a baby greenhouse. That's what I would call my daycare center in the 24th century. Baby greenhouses. All you do, you bring your plug. We have all the relevant adapters that you need. You have a USB, but you really need a lightning cord? We've got you covered. Just bring your baby in your pod, and we'll plug it into our 240 uh, generator and pray to God that we don't run out of electricity and that we paid our bill. But nonetheless, <laughs> come to Brent's Greenhouse of Babies. So carrying forward, have, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, you'd have to do that in this area where it never rains or lightning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, only yeah, we don't have ever we don't ever have rolling blackouts here because our horsepower uh, load is getting less and less because our wells are getting smaller and smaller, and uh, in the hundred and literally guys, a hundred and ten degree heat that will be. We I looked at the forecast. We might possibly be hotter than Phoenix, Arizona on this this weekend. Like it's supposed to be like in Kansas, it might be a hundred and fifteen degrees. That's like Baghdad talk. Great. Yeah. So, um, but this is why we're doing the podcast because we don't want to listen, think about all that because we have to go outside, outside and do that. And I'm in the basement where it's like 68 degrees and I love it. So, it all, again, you're not supposed to yawn on your own podcast, but this, uh, so in, in all fairness, this says this product is just an idea at this stage. Well, it's a bad one. And um, so, carrying on. You know, they've so they've, I guess, you know, the Roomba really told us this was going to take place. I mean, you've got a robot vacuum. It's only natural next step is to grow a baby inside of a hairdryer. How do you, how do you get the seed in there? Well, it's clear glass. It's a clear glass. And it was thought up by students at Product Design. 
I wanted to say it said Arkham, like <laughs> like the place in Batman, but no, it's Arn Arnhem. Product Design Arnhem. And again, it's got the futuristic people taking the lid off of the baby, <laughs> the baby case. And uh, now it's got the guy, Landon, okay, I don't know if you've seen this or not, but what type of hairstyle does the husband have? Um, man, I, I cannot remember. What would you, what is the douchiest hairdo for a guy right now? The man bun? What do we have for him, Charlie? This guy has a man bun, absolutely has a man bun, and so does his wife. And they're both looking at their greenhouse-grown baby. It's actually blue. It's a Smurf that they grew. Landon, well, I wonder what happens if you take the baby out too early. Does it does it not cook all the way through, or what is it? What happens? And you don't want it overdone. I mean, it gets tough. This is going to be weird because instead of using a doctor for the birth, you're going to have to use a mechanic to open this thing. <laughs> Either that or a botanist. <laughs> so hand me the Alan Crescent. <laughs> <laughs> so they say, is it possible? And it yet it says yes, sort of. Healthy lambs have been delivered from a bio bag, and I am watching this, and I do remember the story about it. But man, oh man, does that trip me out? It's got the lamb, and he's all kind of, kind of moving around in there and everything. It says, but the technology is only a matter of time because it's moving so fast. Pods like this could replace surrogacy in the future or humans in general. No, I added that last part. But you see where this is going. Actually, this this doesn't look... Well, it does look like the hairdryer, but this looks like the thing that they sent in Superman on uh, the first uh, Superman with the, like the, the, the cool Superman movie, um, Man of Steel, where he leaves... Um, Krypton and flies to uh to flies to Earth. This is exactly what this thing looks at. This could be a superhuman in disguise because I also saw War of the Worlds and they came up from underneath the ground uh, in Brooklyn and Tom Cruise was like a bad father and everything. But I'm pretty sure this is where this originated from. I can't be sure though. I may have to go watch Steel Magnolias just to get this out of my head. <laughs> so here is um. To fill a little more time here, I'm going through some of these replies people that uh, some people put on here. This one guy says, we lost our baby in the power outage last night. Uh, (laughs) Parents can live their lives normally while the lady in the video runs her business. If you don't have time to be pregnant, wait until you have kids. Um, Okay, that's an anti-abortion argument, which I agree with, but... um, The left will have most women on board with this. Just give them one more generation. In the last two, they've given up everything else what's left. Uh, Does it ding when the baby's done? Uh, That's probably a pretty... You don't want to forget your alarm. You set your alarm on it. Uh, Let's see. Um, But can I sync it with Alexa so Jeff Bezos can brainwash it to be an Amazon Prime devotee from birth? That's absolutely true. Actually, this is the island, Landon. You've seen the island, haven't you, with uh, Ewan McGregor and Scarlett Johansson, where they're growing all the people. Uh, where they're growing all the people for like uh, that real, like they took the DNA from real rich people and they wanted to grow a uh, clone of themselves. So if they get sick or whatever, they can, you know, take whatever parts of the body they need to like keep them going. You haven't seen the island? It's pretty. It's a great movie. Uh, let's see. Uh huh. For the parent that puts their child through kindergarten, starting at a month old, 
followed by boarding school, then wonders why they moved to a different city at 18, send a Christmas card every two years, and address you by your first name. <laughs> that is a nice one. Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. It's utterly horrifying. I just wanted to know why it needs disco lights. Surely fetuses can grow outside the club. That is a pretty good one. <laughs> I like the idea of it beeping like a microwave when the baby is done. Uh, let's see. I'm going to buy like 15 and create a super hockey team. Play Wayne Gretzky video day, videos all day and night. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Can it do can it do hydroponics after my, after my original nine month use? Uh, let's see. Everyone settle down and take a soma. If it, if nobody's read Brave New World, that's what that's from. Uh, Landon, Landon, we were ahead of the curve because a lot of these are we've already talked about. How many USB dash Cs does it have? <laughs> Uh, let's see, Landon, you're on top of that. Uh, does it connect to Wi-Fi, and does it make a ping sound like a microwave when it's ready? People are big on the microwave sound. Um, it, should a, it should have a kick section where you can put your hands and feel a kick, even if it's not. <laughs> That's right. Well, it'd be Bluetooth, like you'd put on like a little uh, kind of strap around your wife's, or I guess your belly, and any time it moved, it would like Bluetooth it to your belly, and it would kick you or whatever. Uh, let's see, um, carrying forward, ah, Landon, I, I tell you what, man, we are all over this. We are way ahead of the curve. Didn't Kal-El arrive from Krypton in one of these gestation bots during the John Byrne era? <laughs> that way Clark could legally be president if the story required it. <laughs> uh, let's see, uh, so what happens if I go on vacation and forget to bring my fetus pod with me? Can I start over and get another one? Kind of like when I forgot to water my Chia pet. Landon, yeah, we are geniuses. Huh? Yeah. Can you bring it on a plane? <laughs> Isn't there a massive asteroid hurtling through space heading for us sometime soon? Nobody wants this future. Uh, on the plus side, seeing stuff like this and pondering mankind's future makes me less anxious about aging and far less fearful of my inevitable death. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, that's going to produce some jacked up kids. <laughs> uh, let's see. All life on Krypton. Man, Landon, I tell you what, we are way ahead of the curve, ahead of all these people. Um, yeah. And then, of course, you've got all the memes. Does this use a USB-C or a Thunderbolt? Uh, I thought that was lightning. Um, and it goes into a lot of Matrix deals. So, Landon, I think, I think we've covered, I think we're ahead of the curve on all these people because out all honesty, we didn't look ahead to any of these posts. And this might be a new a, a segment on the podcast. Are we ahead of the Internet? And I think we've already proved that in this instance we are because we've already beat all these people to the punchline. And thank you very much. And now for this message from Oatmeal. But um, no, Landon, I think this is a scary. I think it'll probably happen at some time in the future, but you and I will be worm food by that point. So we don't think we've got anything to worry about. So, um, yeah, that's pretty great stuff. Any last comments on it? Or are you looking out your rearview mirror? Do what, Brent? I'm sorry. Yeah, we're doing a podcast. I realize you're driving with your left knee, but, you know... <clears throat> <laughs> Any final thoughts well, on the uh, hair pod? I, I hope it goes away. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad idea from the get go. 
So, uh, why, don't they just, why don't they just make one that, that holds your holds your kid for 18 years and you just take it out and send it to college? Yeah, I mean, you that, that way they can't hate you. I mean, why would they hate you? That you didn't do anything to them. They can't hate. They can exactly. hate. I mean, maybe if you forgot to, you know, put them on. If you didn't like dethaw them or something, you know, defrost the freezer or something. Part of it, I don't know, but um, it's a it's a tough pill to swallow. But uh, I think I think in that instance, I'm taking the green pill. I'm not taking the red pill. So um, pr- I'd, I'd want to know what my electric bill is going to be each month before before I really consider this. <laughs> yeah, uh, Landon, you're going to not be turning your wells off for several weeks. I think that's the least of your worries. <laughs> that is the least yeah. of your worries. So. Um, yeah, that's scary, but this is actually, I don't know if this story is scary, but this story is actually very, very local. So we're going to have a little police blotter to end the podcast with. Um, I love the byline, Desmith County, Texas. A Mexican national was arrested after leading law enforcement on a high-speed chase for nearly an hour in Desmith County on Thursday morning. And this is a, this is out of Amarillo, the Amarillo Channel 7 News, um, the spirit, panhandle spirit. Your house, this is out, not by, not immediately by my house but damn close so this so this is an actual this was an actual high speed chase today down 385 is that right this is correct and they got the um the farm to market road that they went on incorrect it said 1269 it's actually 1257 or uh, 1057 oh. so uh wait so no, 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 no 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 i take that back the 1250 is 1269 it said i guess that's where it started that's south of hereford I don't pay attention to the signs because I live here, so I don't really need to know what. Uh, Brent, Brent, with a story like this, you're going to want a 69 in there. So <laughs> with this podcast, you mean. So according yeah. to Texas Department of Public Safety, at about 9.50 a.m., DPS trooper working traffic enforcement on FM 1269 south of Hereford attempted to initiate a traffic stop on a vehicle for a traffic violation. The suspect, identified as 30-year-old Juan Medina of Mexico, refused to stop and began evading the trooper. Desmith County deputies assisted DPS troopers in attempting to get Medina to stop after stopping at the donut stop. While evading law enforcement... (laughs) (laughs) Actually, they stopped at uh, Lupita's. Um, Yeah, they stopped at Lupita's first. Uh, I never have been... been, I don't think I've ever been to Lupita's. No, me neither. Oh, I thought, oh, uh, Tom Tenseth always talks about it. Anyway, and he doesn't even live here. So continuing on, it says, while evading law enforcement, Medina drove on the wrong side of the road and led them through the country, through the county, on multiple roadways while traveling at high rates of speed. At one point, Medina aimed his vehicle at a Desmith County deputy and a DPS trooper used his patrol unit in an effort to get Medina to stop. He continued evading, he continued evading law enforcement and head to, headed towards the city of Hereford when shot so they said they acted like our. I mean, our, I respect our cops, but they're not, and nobody is Walker, Texas Ranger. When, uh, but it says when City of Hereford wins, shot three tire, three of the tires on Medina's vehicle. I'm pretty sure they used spike strips. They didn't shoot it like the Dukes of Hazard with their arrows, and they didn't shoot Roscoe P. Coltrane's tires with uh, arrows. So, um, whatever. I'm. I'm going to tell everybody they shot the tires. Okay, That's you all. do that. You do that. So the chase lasted for about 50 minutes. No one was injured during the incident. Medina faces charges of evading in a motor vehicle, possession of a dangerous drug, and an unlawful carrying of a weapon. So this occurred right... Uh, so they came down 385, and that's a pretty pretty big, I mean, sizable highway for our area. And um, so they turned off at Milo Center, which is 
Hereford Gray, a Hereford Grain terminal. You know Hereford Grain, don't you, Landon? You've heard of them? I do. I okay. Do. It's I a tall... <laughs> so they turned down this uh, farm-to-market road, just, uh, you know, kind of a... Uh, I don't know what y'all call it in other places, but probably only people in Texas are listening to this anyway at this point. But So they go down 10, uh, 1057, and they turn off on a turn row. Not a county road, a turn row. Just a private turn row between two farmers. And it just so happens that's this uh, goes right like within my one of my brother's houses is about 50 feet from this turn row. And this guy's running down the highway or, or driving down the highway, turns off, goes on the county road. It's probably 10 feet wide. He's got probably, I don't know, three or four DPS and three or four deputy sheriffs on his tail. Goes down this turn road. This turn road is a half a mile long. It dead ends into our, one of our cornfields. And then he has to, he's forced to go back east towards 385. And goes right behind my parents' house, which is uh, just right. I mean, it, it's adjacent to the road. And then they go back, and he heads back towards Hereford. And that's when I guess when they spike strip him. But uh, the reason this is so funny because about a couple of years ago, in the middle of the night, the cops were chasing somebody, and this car comes, char- goes literally through my brother, same brother's backyard, circles the house, and gets back on the highway, goes through their yard. And the cops, I don't know if the cops chased him through their yard as well or they kind of circled around or whatever. But um, this is the second time in about two years that um, my brother, actually my uh, brother and sister-in-law have seen a high-speed chase in spitting distance of their house. And we live out in the country, so uh, quite the uh, quite the spectacle for a Milo Center uh, police broader. And... Um, Landon, have you have you had any? You've had high. You, you used to live close to Highway 60. There, of course, you didn't hardly see them. They were going by so fast. I would think, on the high speed chases. Not, I haven't really seen many of those, but this sounds very reminiscent to Ferris Bueller when he's running through all the backyards. Uh huh. Oh yeah. And through the and through the houses, and he's telling people in the backyard, "Hey, dinner's ready." <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, it reminds me of the in Bad Boys where they're going down that hill in. Uh, Cuba, and they're going through all those uh, houses where they're making all that cocaine and whatever, and uh, it's getting all powdery around their windshield and everything. It's pretty good stuff. I love that movie. But um, Brent, I, w- I will tell you a story. I, I was coming home from a softball game a couple years ago, and I was getting close to Hereford, and this is on 60, and there was like, every, I guess every cop in the town was chasing this guy. And so... And, and I mean, they're they're coming towards me, but they're on their they're on their side of the highway. And so this guy goes over to the railroad track, and there's a train coming, and it's close. It's not going very fast, but it's coming. This guy jumps to the railroad track, and so one of the cops turns around and goes around me, and he's trying to get to the crossing before the train gets there, and he misses it. So this guy like actually like gets away from. They ended up catching him later, but. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. This guy, this guy jumped the tracks with a train that was about two tenths of a mile away from him, and it was, you know, it was moving decent speed. Right. So, like, if you get, if, if you try that, you get stuck on the track. There's no way that train's stopping before it hits you. No. Huh. No, not at all. I would. Uh, anyway, it was pretty. It was pretty, pretty legit. Pretty bold move. Yeah, it was pretty bold. Yeah, pretty. It's a bold move, Cotton. Let's see if it works out for him. Yeah, yeah. Is bold the the right word? (laughs) I don't know if that's the correct adjective or not, but, um, yeah, it's pretty good stuff. 
Well, Landon, I think we're going to get out of here with that police blotter moment. Uh, why don't you tell us where you can find uh, find Landon on on Twitter? You can find me on Twitter at NoTwitLandon44. And that's great and wonderful. You can find uh, the Dryland Farmer podcast at Trader Brent. That's where I'm going to tweet this thing out. And I just dropped a ball on the ground, so it makes a big, loud noise. And um, you're going to follow us all over uh, places you can find the podcast, you know, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and, of course, the Global Ag Network. But Landon, it sounds like your lady's getting tuned up in the back, so I probably better let you go, and we'll get out of here and get this thing on the on the Internet and um, in all the important places that people find it. All right, Brent, that sounds good. All right. Well, guys, until next time, y'all stay safe out there, and please, you know, send us a rain or at least not make it hot as phoenix arizona is because that kind of sucks and um yeah so until next time guys we'll ask you what side of the line are you on the Drawline farmer podcast a production of Drawline farmer productions a member of the global ag network 2020